coming up on today's show. The Rock, The Knife, and The Incredible Booty too. Welcome back to Movie Seriosity. We're back again. Ross, I found him. He he fucking he took a break there. Uh, he went missing for a while, but I've dug him up, yep. found him again. I've been busy. He's been busy, so he says. Wrapping up college and shit like that. So yeah, you know. uh, excuses, excuses is all I yeah. hear. Um, <laughs> I podcast is all you guys are gonna hear. Do you like that? I do. Yeah, nice little opening. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks for returning. Um, I've been, you know, doing all the videos and trying to keep the channel alive. Yeah. While you're off doing college, very selfish of you. Yeah. To be honest, I know future development. Like you know, who needs that shit? Um, yeah. So today we're going to try something a little bit different than we have done before. We're going to actually have try some kind of structure to the show now. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, you serious? Yeah. Oh, really? This is movie seriosity, man. Yeah, but I'm dead I thought that was serious. I thought that was more of a joke. Oh no. Um, see, I have a piece of paper here with like six words written on it. So, like, we're getting in-depth now. Well, I actually don't know what you have written there. So, yeah. if you want to enlighten me and whoever's listening to this, okay, uh, what, what your plan is. Okay, well, these are just pointers for me, and they'll kind of string out, hopefully, an hour and a half. Or maybe 15 minutes, however. Yeah, like... Well, it depends. Know, one man's 15 minutes is one man's hour and a half. If you listen to the show really fast, it fills up the same time. Um, so, you were away in Spain, and I was going to open about talking about that. I was in Spain. Um... <coughs> For the World Cup final, of course. Yeah, I was there for the World Cup final. Uh, it was, was in, in Russia, though. Like, well, yes, it was. You were um, so, <laughs> Spain were well out of the tournament by the time I was there. Um, so there were loads of seats. There were. In there Spain. were. Um, where I was in Spain, there was lots of English there, English fans, and I arrived maybe a day or two after England had been knocked out. So it was a little bit of a letdown because it would have been nice to see. The kind of you know the the usual football hooliganism hooliganism and yeah. rioting in the streets and you know either ecstasy or very uh, various other drugs to be honest yeah and high emotions <laughs> yeah. yeah high emotions and low emotions but I didn't get to see that they were all finished um you know drying the tears and everything and we ended up just watching the the final between France and Croatia and La France won. Mm-hmm. Um, and fair play to them. Good bunch mm. of lads. And you feel like they were the right team to win? I, th- I think so. I think France, you know, overall, there were some good teams in the tournament. Brazil were pretty good, but uh, ah, France deserved it in the end, I think. Okay. No. Cool. As much as that isn't about movies, yeah. No, I believe you do have some sort of it. you do have some sort of plan for for discussing movies today. Slightly, yeah. We're kind of developing a plan as we go along. Like uh, I was just certain pointers if conversation gets stalled or whatever they kind of you know might push it along on the track again um so we're, we're kind of structuring this program a bit differently like you know ryan has this deal or whatever i'm not sure what what would you call it like a discount package thing at the cinema yeah i pay like a, a monthly amount and i can see kind of pretty much as, as many films as i want okay um ross does not have that i don't have the money and i don't have the time or the interest to go well, yeah, and I suppose your 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 number of appearances on this channel would be a testament to that yeah. lack of time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the college is over. Who knows? He might. We might sign him up. Yeah. But basically, I came back from the holidays, and one of the first things I did today was go and utilize that, um, and I went and seen two films today, which were Skyscraper and Incredibles. 
Yes, so I okay. went to Incredibles at she's an odd time. Uh four o'clock or so. And then that was finished, took an hour, got a bite to eat, and then went back in and watched Skyscraper. Okay. So I don't have much of a life. Um <laughs> I just <laughs> watch two films in one day. I love that though. I've never had a chance to do that. Yeah, no, I was actually strongly considering doing three, but I kinda just slept in. What would have been the third? Uh, there was only four films pretty much in the cinema, so the Jurassic World or something it would have been something like that. Yeah, um, that's probably the wrong name. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's I saw it is, it's yeah. Jurassic. It's I don't know. It's number two anyway with Chris Pratt. But yeah. there's that. There was Mamma Mia two has just come out. Yeah. There's obviously Incredibles two, and Skyscraper. Yeah. A lot of number twos coming out. A lot of sequels. Yeah. And what was your overall opinion leaving the cinema? Were they number twos in terms of movies, or you know, were they load of shit? Um, well, Incredibles was like all right. Um, the first time I went and seen that was obviously as a kid, which would have been the same as most people. Yeah, I don't know how many years it's been since they came out with the last one. I'm pretty sure it's over ten. Yeah, I've kind of I totally forgotten about it until like I saw yeah. images coming back. Yeah, and the funny thing with it is, well, like I remember when that first came out. And, like, watching it as a child, I must have watched it loads of times. Like, I think we had it on DVD. But, like, at the end, it gives you a kind of a, a sneak peek to the next one. And you're thinking, oh, that'll be out in a year or two, like usual. Yeah. But for some, I don't know what happened. But it's, what, 10 years or something? Since? I think it's 10 or 12, to be honest. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a long, long time. Um, and basically, yeah, they, they did carry it on from where they left it off. And all the voices were the same and everything, so... Uh, it was good in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. They give you the same vibe as they did for the first one. <clears throat> Obviously, it's a kids' film, but there is, like, there was a good few ad- adults at the screen when I was in, and they were laughing as well. Like, there's yeah. there's a good few funny moments in it. Like, and does it do that thing? I you know just being the case being that I haven't seen it yet. Um, uh, just you know, was there kind of do they do that thing that they'd normally do in kids' movies? Like, they have something in it for the adults as well? Like, there's jokes you wouldn't get if you're Yeah, kid. well, like, I, what I liked about it is the adults would have recognised a lot of the voices that are in it now from, let's say, you know, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, uh, Saul Goodman. His character plays one of the main characters in this okay. um, one as well. And one of the security guys is your man Mike as well from Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. So... His voice is, you know, you'd recognise it immediately, the mm-hmm. two of them actually. Um, so that was good. Um, and then obviously you have Samuel L. Jackson as Frozen, the ice the ice guy. Okay. And like, there's ones where it cuts him out just before he's about to curse, but it's to the same effect. Like, it's pretty much like he's cursing. Same thing as. But it's cutting it out and the adults are laughing. Like at the end of uh, Infinity War. He just goes, oh, and it just cuts. Yeah, or what is it? What is it at the end of Infinity War? Like, is it mother? Mother, f- yeah, and then and he, he just fades away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good, and th- there is a few bits like that are that are funny enough. I think you know, was it Pixar? He must be the highest They're... paid actor who never has to finish his lines. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really have to do much like, ever. He never has film. to finish cursing you. Yeah, but he never has that many lines in the film either. But he has some record where he's actually. This is a stat I think. Maybe it was on Graham Norton, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But he's the leading all-time... All of the films he's been in, combined, have the highest gross of any actor. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even if he's just been in it for 30 seconds or whatever, that counts towards the 
the record. Obviously, The Rock then leading on nicely to Skyscraper. Yeah. He's got the record of being the highest paid actor. At the moment. Yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah. The highest grossing actor and everything. Um, yeah, they love him. The Rock. Yeah. They're just... Like you... Because I remember, um, like, when I grew up, kind of, probably, I don't know, <clears throat> but like, there's a bit of an age gap between uh, me and Ryan, like, um, but we were kind of around the same time. We would have seen stuff. Like, Francis 55. Yeah. Like, I have my Zimmer frame behind me. Uh, we we kind of, like, you would have seen the Attitude Era of wrestling and all that stuff when The Rock was big in wrestling. Yeah. And Triple the, H and all When I would have watched it, it would have been probably The Rock, Hulk Hogan, Triple H. Yeah, around the same time. The like, big the, show. Yeah. That I would have been, you know, yeah, pretty much the same kind of age bracket, like, uh, same kind of, whatever you call it, like, media mm. output, like, American wrestling and whatever. Um, yeah, but, you know, there was a time where, like, he was in that, just saturating WWF and whatever like that. And then he went off that. But it's amazing that he could, he, he's now the biggest in the world, though, because yeah. there's so many of them in, in wrestling. And, like, he was obviously one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest one in wrestling. Yeah. But, like, same with John Cena, who was definitely the biggest in, in recent times. Mm -hmm. And he's tried to do films and stuff. Yeah. Um, and although, like, I have liked a few of his performances, especially in comedy roles, mm -hmm. he hasn't gotten any traction at all. Yeah. It doesn't seem. Obviously, enough to keep you going and yeah. to get a nice view, Bob. Yeah. But, uh, I'd say he's okay. <laughs> I'd say he won't be, yeah. But um, there's a lot of them that have tried to do films even the lesser known ones and you know they they get some of these roles like the hardcore guys like like the rock kind of action yeah i think randy orton did something like that yeah. as well but, but like didn't... never anything comes of it like yeah so fair play to the rock i think <clears throat> more so it's it's maybe how he carries himself off the screen like yeah. he's a real likable guy rather than just being a big muscly goon like like, yeah. like randy orton mm -hmm. um but yeah, like everyone seems to get along well with him. He seems to be a, ni a nice guy, um, but yeah, was, just a hard-working person. Like yeah, like and I don't know. There's loads of his workouts are amazing. Like you know, my brother has some of those on YouTube as well. He's kind of you know he's a crazy workout schedule. I can't see myself doing it and surviving. You know, in a way. He wakes up at like three or four a.m. Doesn't he? In the workout. I think so. Like all those guys it's are ridiculous. crazy. What time does he go to sleep though? Because I've always wondered. Does he is he in bed at seven or what for that? I don't know. It'd be earlier if he was over here. Like the time difference, um. But yeah, like the Rock just kind of was all over wrestling, and then he vanished. Like you know, um. Just I don't know when. I don't know when. But he kinda... just he goes back every now and again. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like stuff changed over whatever. You know, um. I'm not sure when exactly, but uh, then I remember Welcome to the Jungle came out, and like I was like, oh class, um. You know, still on the back of the wrestling thing, and I was like, oh that's class, like you know. And then I went to see that, um. Like I was, I forget what age I was, but I went with like my mom to see it, uh. And, you know, just like, I was like, I can't believe The Rock is in a film. That's class, you know? Yeah, but now it's like, he's in everything. It's like, oh, he's in a film again. Again. Like, and then, yeah. But, but he's, the, my, my issue with him is, like, I'm kind of surprised he's the top one still. Even though, like, I think he's very good. But he seems to be nearly saturating himself. Whereas he's like the same ca character again and again and again. Yeah. This kind of guy who's obviously much bigger than the average person. But he's like... I don't know, he's, like, in a comedy role, it's usually he's so insecure or something for such a big guy who has everything going for him. Same thing as John Cena. Like, Same Jumanji thing as or whatever. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. And then it, it, there's that in a comedy sense, or there's an action guy who can do it all, he's so brave, he can beat up, like, 50 guys. And... So there's not this, like, 
for example, De Niro or something, the versatility. No, like, there, there seems to be like two routes. It's either like, what is it? Like and I, I kind of prefer the, or... I prefer the comedy route of it, if yeah. I'm honest. It's either like John Cena in a kind of comedy movie or Bruce Willis in all action. Like, yeah, yeah no it's one of, of the two. There's no subtlety in a way, I suppose. It's either one extreme or the other. Yeah, although I think he is good when they give him that those lines like in the script. I think he is actually good at the subtlety part. It's just he's... I suppose if you're going hiring him as a director, you're either getting him for one or the other extreme. Yeah. You're not going to hire him for like one of the subtle roles because he's not his image. Yeah. Even though if I was him, I'd be trying to get a role maybe like that where... Yeah. You know, like Jonah Hill for ages was, oh, he can't do serious films. Then what, War Dogs? War Dogs, he did Wolf of Wall Street before that, which is okay. a little bit, but that was still like, he was still funny in that. Yeah. But everyone was like surprised he did a serious film. It's like Steve Carell in Foxcatcher. Yeah. Like, have you seen that? Yeah. I, actually, no, I haven't. <clears throat> well, yeah. I've seen, Steve Carell was in, um, it's called, what, the, the Big Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like He's very good in that, I thought. Like, that's one guy, and Jim Carrey as well, he's done a few, I don't know, I haven't seen this new murder movie that he's in, but, like, you know, he's kind of, Steve Carell and Jim Carrey, they're doing... I think comedy guys are real smart, though. Like, people like that, they know the nuances of it, and they will obviously do comedy for quite a while until their name builds up enough, Yeah. but then they don't want to be boxed in. Like, Jim Carrey's totally different now. Oh, yeah. But, like, they don't want to be boxed in just to that one brand, whereas... You know, they obviously are quite smart and they're mm-hmm. they're all pretty much very well able to do those more intricate roles, those versatile roles. Yeah. But then I just do fear that little bit about The Rock with um, getting boxed in and not getting the chance to kind of break out into the more subtle roles because of kind of his image and his size. And like if you're going to see The Rock, I guess the type of people that want to see all the explosions or whatever yeah. are the ones that are going. So maybe he fears losing that audience or something. Yeah. If he tried to do like a big short or something like that. Like I can't imagine, you know, I suppose <clears throat> for a guy who's a lesser build than The Rock or something like that, maybe it's that image thing you're talking about. I can't imagine um, him seeming like believably, like he can be hurt for, you know, for example, like if he lost his daughter or something like that in the movie, you know, and you saw him crying, you'd be like, Okay, when does he start to kick ass? You wouldn't be like, oh, Jesus, yeah. I'm so sad for him. Like, you know, uh, Pacino does it, De Niro does it. You know, I'm probably forgetting loads. But that's because he hasn't done that yet, though. Like, he hasn't actually... But do you think he could? It, yeah, I think he... Well, I suppose it's impossible to know, really. Mm-hmm. But I think I've seen parts of him where he is, like, emotionally kind of vulnerable or whatever. Yeah. And he's pulled it off well. But then, obviously, like you say, there is that thing of right now he's going to go kick ass. Or that's all I'm waiting go. for. Yeah, but that's the type of film he's being cast in. Like, he's kind of hands are tied in that respect, where that's the reason he's being cast in the first place, Mm -hmm. is because that's what's next in the film. Whereas, yeah, I would like to see maybe him take a gamble or a director take a gamble on him to do a role that doesn't have that part next, that it's just like a kind of regular person film. Yeah, like if he, I don't know, some kind of vibe like, um, I know, uh, what is it? Like, it'd be very difficult to see him doing a Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. But or I'd like to see, book or something. Yeah, I'd like to see an attempt of that. Yeah. It might not come off, but I would like to see some sort of attempt of it. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. Because I, I do like him in the comedies. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. Is it because it's too obvious what it's going to be or what? But um, 
and I like I kind of like dumb comedies as well. Yeah. Like comedies, people would say five out of ten. I'd say perfect. I'm going to see that. Okay. Because they've read it five out of ten, because it's stupid. That's kind of what I want. Okay. Like uh, what movies? Ah, uh, just you just didn't like pick... Amy, you didn't like the Amy Schumer movie. Uh, well, no. If if you watch the video, Ross, that's on this yeah. channel. Okay. You, you'd know. I thought it was alright afterwards. Okay. So. Just talking to you personally, like that was your professional persona, but talking to you personally. Well, no. Well, you're her films aren't stuff. too bad. Yeah. Her stand-up is dreadful, but her films aren't that bad. Like, they're kind of dumb enough and cheesy enough where it's like, it's kind of what I want in a comedy, where you're going and you're kind of just switching off and like laughing at dumb things for an hour or a half, an hour or two hours, whatever. Um so yeah, I, like obviously good comedies. I absolutely love The Hangover, and yeah. it might be so saturated. It's classic, yeah. It's but people probably don't even think that's any way of a nuanced choice. They'll just go, oh yeah, just like that's like the basic bitch of choices of comedies. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know that that made me laugh out loud many many times, and I've seen that film so many times. Yeah, same. Like, number one especially. Um, like I quote it daily. Still, <laughs> yeah. you can't help it, kind of. No, it's in the lexicon. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's in, like it's all in my brain. It's like the entertainers. Like there's a lot of stuff from that that you know I just can't shake. Sometimes like if you know somebody's telling me they're going off with a friend and it's not me oh, or whatever. Friend. Yeah, that comes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just in there. Oh, like, it's so good. Like I mean, it's especially right if you're not in the UK, you probably might not have heard of the Inbetweeners, but. It is hilarious, and it's like classic, classic British comedy. You want to watch the UK one? I haven't oh, watched the US God. one. I do not watch the US one. It is a disaster. Yeah. No, because there's there's a there's a good YouTube video actually. If you want to just compare them, that's like why the US in between was flopped versus the UK one, and it breaks down like everything that they did wrong. I they, seen did, that. they did like, everything wrong, pretty much. What did they do wrong? Like, I mean, did they explain the jokes too much? Yeah, and they did it like... So they made characters just straight up stupid rather than kind of ignorant in, like, in a way. He's kind of smart in bits and he's... Yeah, like, see, like, in like the UK Neo. one, it's an actual... Like, you can believe that's how students of that time would behave. Yeah. And there are characters that's like that. That's my time, school. by the way, like, all 100 years ago. <laughs> no, but... That's how, like, actual... It's realistic. It is realistic, yeah. But in the American one, they've dumbed it down so much and they've made it such an over-the-top, like, stupid comedy. Yeah. You know, that, that was my worry why I didn't watch it was, like, it no, could be that Just, over. if you haven't heard of The Inbetweeners, watch the UK, The Inbetweeners. It's the original one. Yeah. Um, It isn't very long. Like, people are dying out for them to bring it back. Mm -hmm. But... There's not that many episodes of it. Just watch it through. I'm sure if you watch the first one, you'll be you'll be straight through watching all the rest of them as well because it's hilarious. It's 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 one of the great comedy series, I think. And if you're not familiar with the culture or whatever like that, you know maybe there's different references. If you're not uh, from this part of the world, like you know, um, we can explain something to you. We can do a video on that if you want, or a podcast on that if you wanted us to. Yeah, um, and I I think it's different as well because if you say UK versus US. I think people straight away would maybe look to, especially in a comedy sense, maybe look to The Office. Yeah. Um, and like everyone in the UK is kind of saying, oh, you know, we, this was the original one and it's like this. And like I've seen both and they're done very differently. Um, but it's kind of the same? You mean? They, they're both rated, I think, 9 out of 10 on IMDb. That's because everybody who works in an office, you can relate to 
the characters yeah. that are in it. Yeah. But they're both very different. Like, so, I suppose... There is that subtlety, though, in the English one. Yeah. But the American one is more obvious. Yeah, but but I won't say that the American one is, like, any way like the Inbetweeners America. Because... Yeah. It's actually... The American good. one I've watched fully through, it's brilliant. It is, again, one of my favourite series that I've actually watched yeah. straight through. Um, but, yeah, the humour is different. Whereas I think... I'm hoping the in-betweeners would be just universally funny. Whereas I think the UK office might be, you have to be in that culture to actually appreciate the kind of dry humour and kind of sarcasm vibes that it has. It might be, yeah. Or maybe even more so, because, you know, it might, you might just have to research or something like that, like what the references are in the in-betweeners. Because, like, like, you know, what we, what we find over here is just basic information, whatever, or... I don't know people. People that I talk to, um, from like Brazil and whatever like that, um, they the comedy that we have here is very hard to, mm. like, penetrate for them. I think it's very like kind of intellectual comedy in a way. Yeah, like we're so nuanced in our comedy. Like, <laughs> um, not to and, up yourself. No, no, like totally not. But you know, we're just, you can like for example like you know, and you say we, I Irish, feel like Irish, Irish and English UK people. is very very similar. Yeah. In their style of comedy. And like you know, you can be something something that I said was like you know oh isn't it a brilliant day and then your man goes it's fucking raining you know and then like I was like no I, see I was being sarcastic, sarcastic about yeah, the day yeah they don't get that you know uh, well, yeah so some example. people obviously like slapstick comedy like the U S versus U K in betweeners or the office well the U the the in betweeners is a better example I don't think the office is as slapstick I think that's actually really well done yeah comedy yeah. um yeah it's just. I guess, yeah, give the in-betweeners a go. That's, we're, that's the longest plug for the in-betweeners I've ever heard. Yeah, we're just a sarcastic <laughs> part of the world, you know, you'll get to like us. Uh, that was sarcasm, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll do the next uh, podcast on that one, actually. Just on sarcasm? <coughs> we'll do a mini episode on on sarcasm. Oh, will we? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking great, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. See, Ryan is being genuine there. <laughs> <laughs> he just genuinely hates me, like. Yeah. So, The Incredibles 2, is there, is there anything else to say on that? Well, we'd, what do you want to know? Because I've seen... Now, see, the interesting part about this is usually we do a podcast, and it's good that we're expanding this 22 minutes in, but it's good that, you know, it is something kind of different. Like you've said, I've seen these two films, you haven't. So this is kind of more, you're asking me anything you want to know, I'll tell you, and you're kind of hopefully getting the view of any listener that would be listening. Yeah. And And as many questions as you ask would probably be the same questions that they would have to ask. So I'll try and answer them as best I can. Hmm. And by the end of it, maybe you can give your opinion whether based off of that you'd want to see it, or if you have any follow-up questions, I'll answer them. Yeah. And give your opinion why you would or wouldn't based off of that then. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, we kind of just, uh, I don't know, you wouldn't say stumbled upon it, but, like, you know, just whatever. It came about as an idea because my timetable doesn't, you know, as we've explained, like, my bullshit timetable that like I talked about, you know, it uh, doesn't actually allow me to get to the cinema or, you know, I just don't have the energy to go or the want to go. But, you know, if one of us sees it and one of us comes in with a pair, like, you know, fresh eyes or fresh ears to it, uh, I just feel like, you know, I'm... Well, because you're kind of, from the perspective of... I'm the listener. Hopefully, kind of. yeah, like someone who hasn't seen these films, who's wondering, okay, well, what does this channel have to say about them? Yeah. What do these people have to say about them? And then based off of that they're probably going to either go and watch another review or 
possibly even go, oh, yeah, you know, might see that tonight, or yeah. maybe that's not for me. Mm -hmm. So if you want to just, yeah, whatever you want to know about. Yeah. Firstly, I suppose, we'll start with Incredibles 2. That was the first one I seen today. Yeah, and whichever then one you can. Skyscraper in the evening. Whichever one you want to. Yeah. Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2, go ahead. Okay, so I, I. Um, we, I don't know, my first question would be basically what it's about, like if you were to give kind of cliff notes on it, like you don't have to go too in-depth if somebody does want to go and see it here listening to it. Um, I, it'd be difficult now to do that without giving the whole thing away. Because okay. like I say, it is a kid's film, so it's fairly straightforward in terms of the plot. Okay. Um, does it take off from the first one? Yeah, it does. It takes off, like I say, so from from that little end clip of the first one, there's like a mole guy, if you can't remember. There's, it's been so long since yeah. I've seen it. So basically it ends where there's this mole fella and he's got a big drill machine thing and he's going through the city okay. drilling underneath and basically the whole city is going to collapse. And they're trying to stop him right at the beginning. Um, that's grand. The whole premise of the film basically is that Super being a superhero is illegal for some reason or another. Okay. So they've determined that the more these people try and get involved, the politicians and everything have said they only cause more trouble. They cause more trouble than what they help for. So it's illegal. And all the major countries in the world went along with that and said, right, no superheroes allowed. And they treat the superheroes maybe worse than the actual criminals mm -hmm. in the first place. Because they go, like, if you hadn't got involved there'd be this much less damage and we were insured for the damage anyway. Yeah. So you've literally just caused more hassle than, than you've helped with. And obviously they're trying to do the right thing. They do save a bunch of people's lives and stuff. Um, but I don't know, the politicians are coming at it from more of a, like a, a financial perspective rather than a kind of who's morally correct. Um, but then there's this rich guy um, voiced by uh, Bob Odenkirk okay, who yeah. plays Saul Goodman in um, Better Call Saul Better and, and, and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Um, so yeah, he basically is this rich uh, tech guy who has this big skyscraper and he loves superheroes because he's kind of nostalgic about them. Um, his dad was big into superheroes and all. Mm. Um and basically, he gets them, he's kind of a marketing guy, sales guy. He's saying the reason that they're looked upon badly is because they're just on the news and there's a big wreckage. And then all you see is the superheroes being carried away by the police. So people are kind of like being twisted to believe this whole kind of narrative that superheroes are, are not good. So his basically aim is to shift public opinion. So he gives them all these little cameras and to sh kind of show them actually this is what they're going on you know in the action yeah. and they're actually doing the right thing and they're making these decisions that you know might look bad after but the alternative was much worse um so basically yeah that's the premise he tries to make them look good and he, he tries to sway public opinion to 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 then sway uh legal change to legalize superheroes again in the world do you think uh is it pixar it's Pixar, yeah. Yeah, do you think, um, just like this kind of interests me, um, like symbolism and stuff like that in uh, in kids' movies. Like, you know, they're very simple stories, but there's a lot of depth into them. You yeah, know, like, like um, I, I did think with that, that it was do you think relevant it's, to the real world. It's in commentary on nowadays almost, like as close as Pixar can get to it. Like, 
Yeah, I think it's good, like, because, I mean, obviously kids are there and they're just seeing Incredibles, but mm-hmm. also you have to remember that they are soaking in whatever information's there. Yeah. And, you know, it does say a lot about media and perspective and everything. Yeah. And that's how important that is and how easily people can be swayed one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And so it would be good if young people were more aware to that, you know, that they, they can be manipulated and their perspectives might not be totally unbiased yeah even if it was just planting seeds or yeah they were just catching the germs of it and it kind of grew inside them you know it must i don't know i'm sure the adults kind of who were making the movie they clearly thought it out and every scene is intentional mm-hmm. you know um yeah but like you know it's, it's just when you were when you were talking about what the plot is about like i just kind of couldn't help but think of how things are yeah particularly in america at the moment you know no it's certainly relevant um but yeah, that that's that's pretty much the premise of the film. Um, I wouldn't go any further now because that would kind of start going into the plot twists and turns of. You'd be giving it away. I'd be kind of giving it away, yeah. So, but that's really all you need to know, and it's more Elastigirl that he's interested in in kind of using as his his star mm-hmm. because she is like more marketable and she doesn't cause as much damage apparently than mm-hmm. like Mister Incredible because he'd be all. You know, muscular and like, like a lot rock. of pretty much, yeah. But he would be causing a lot more damage than her. He wanted someone a bit more stealth and a bit more kind of stylish to get yeah. the job done. Someone cooler. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it was funny as well because, like, as she's the main one, there was all these weird things on Twitter that I was seeing, and like everyone's like, "Oh, Mrs. Incredible is thick as fuck." <laughs> all this, like, what do you mean? She's got the thin legs and the, like the thin <laughs> body and just the big white arse on. <laughs> Everyone was like perving on Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> I haven't. I, oh. oh, you need to look into that. Oh, it's that's... really weird because there was like an article written for. I'm not gonna even name the the newspaper, but it's yeah. one of them ones that like like spinning things. Yeah. Um, you can imagine who it is. Yeah, based in a major city. Yeah. It might be named after that city, maybe not. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> now, the man who wrote the article pretty much was writing the review for kids, like, so it's like, but he just went straight away off the rails and saying, like, the adults will get a lot out of this, especially the dads looking at Mrs. Incredible and all this, like, and he did a whole article, and it was literally just like perving on this cartoon like yeah and there was a huge backlash about that if you want to look that up that's it's pretty funny like because it is amazing what people take away from like what is a kid's film yeah yeah. (laughs) this guy was reviewing it and just completely didn't review the film at all he just went into his own little world on a little rant like yeah yeah it's funny (laughs) like um yeah just it's just like i see more of that as it comes along like you know i did I did a, a year's course in journalism, like when I finished in school, like and you know the amount of times that I just got a grilling for because I had put a bit of opinion into an article that I was meant to write for an assignment, and you know you see people in the proper media who are getting paid for this, yeah, just putting their opinion into it, you know, yeah, um, um and yeah, it it depends which type of opinion they have because we're we're approaching a time as you speak of the media where some people think their opinion is as valid if not more valid than someone else's fact yeah um, and you're not allowed to think no no because you could risk offending somebody yeah and obviously to think about anything and to discuss anything would be to offend someone because that's yeah. the only way to actually so you're saying uh, 
yeah. Um, yeah, we went to see Jordan Peterson there uh, a little while ago, you know, just let, filling you guys in on what we've been up to since we saw you. And that was a great night. You know, there was a bit of a mix-up with the tickets going in and stuff like that, but... Brilliant, I don't know what happened with the tickets. Yeah, no, I sc- they scanned out <laughs> at the door, and then I was like, oh, shit, we're not getting in. These are fakes or something like that. After I had printed them off myself, you know, and uh, um, just like... You know, they had to swap them, whatever, like that. And then so you you came along later on with yours. Yeah. I mean, we had tickets for up at the back. Nosebleed section. Like, like way yeah. up. And this was, I think, this is the biggest thing they've ever done. It was Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson. And Douglas Murray. Douglas Murray was there, yeah. Who I'm getting more into, but I didn't know when it started. I just thought, like, oh, that's weird. Why are they naming the mediator? Like, mm. you know, yeah, but, no. but he did chip in and he was good. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was something different. Like, I've never been to anything like that. Um. But yeah, we just said we'd go to it. That was just prior to the to the bit of a holiday. Yeah. Um, so that's why we might sound a bit political here. Or well, yeah, no. <laughs> but I think like everyone, no matter what side of anything you're on, like if you're far left or far right, I don't think you're gonna disagree. And if you do, I think you, you need your head wobbled a bit that mm-hmm. the media is all over the shop. Mm-hmm. Like that, there's there's very little integrity left. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, I think the good thing about those people is, even though they might be trying to be pushed to one side or the other, they're yeah. very kind of careful about what they say. They're very down the middle, as much as you can be down the middle. Um, and they're more about actual realities and actual consequences of real things and things that affect people every day. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting, yeah. Yeah. We're just talking about uh, taking meanings or whatever, like, you know, is, you know is that kind of, I don't know, would you call it subliminal or something like that, but in Incredibles 2, uh, commentary on this, on the time we're in, you know, um, you could, like, just, I'm thinking of it now, it's probably bullshit, but, like, it's in my head, so I'm going to say it. Um, like, even you could look at the stage uh, of the show, how it was set up, like, there was three leather chairs in the middle of it, mm. and uh, you could take it as a lesson on perspective, because if you're standing on the stage looking out, Jordan Peterson's on the right, Sam Harris's on the left, and if you're sitting where we're looking at, Jordan Peterson was on the left, and Sam Harris was on the right, you know, it's just representative, you know, I just thought of that now, so that's a very long sidetrack, um, but yeah, so, uh, so you enjoyed that though, I really enjoyed that, yeah, it was just, it was oh, just great, but so. about the tickets, the funny thing, yeah, we were in the Northbeat section, Northbeat section, yeah. when you arrived at the door, they took that ticket, Swapped it for a completely random ticket. But a proper ticket. Yeah, and, and like an actual ticket ticket. We just had pages like, printed off. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone had to do Even people who had proper, proper tickets bought from whoever it was that yeah. sold the ticket, that had a, a like a cardboard with the, the holographics and everything, yeah. they even had to give their tickets in and then just got a random one thrown back at them that then got scanned like two feet to the right yeah. to actually go in through the door. So if you were meant to be sitting like we were way up at the back together, like you yeah. could have ended up anywhere and you're definitely going to be split up with whoever you were meant to be with. Yeah. And like, um, we got through it though. I, I was delighted because we were meant to be up at the back. Like we say, I ended up in like row B. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like a, a massive upgrade. Yeah. It was just great. Like, you know, cause I expected like, you know, oh, we're going to be, you know, um, we're going to be miles away, you know. Yeah, but just like, looking at the screens yeah, or whatever. But, you know, I don't think he could see me or whatever like that, but I was on the level with uh, Peterson, like, you know, kind of... Sitting, I think he was looking right at you. Sitting opposite. Yeah, like, it looked like that. Out of them 10,000, I think yeah. he was just talking to you. Get those digits, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was just great to get that kind of bit of excitement, I suppose, to get closer to the stage. You're like, you know, I paid, like, minimum price for this and then I'm getting in. Yeah. You know? 
And then how much did it cost you to get into the cinema when we get back to the subject? Uh, it was free because I felt limitless. We need to get sponsored by the cinema you go to. We can't name them here, but like, you know, we yeah, need to strike a I deal. mean, any sort of sponsorship would be great. But I suppose, firstly, any sort of listener would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. if there's anyone listening, please. Whoever you are. We love you. Yeah. You are our number one. Get, us, are, up, get us up to three. You are our one and only at the minute. Um, bar ourselves, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine if Joe Rogan said that. Like, we're the only ones that listen to this, Jamie. We're wasting our time. He's the only one that matters to himself, so, like, you know, that's allowed. Like, but, <laughs> biggest podcast, Ross. Don't be jealous. Look, the studio might be the biggest podcast. Don't be like, jealous, Ross, please. Yeah. You're making we're, us we're look bad. We're acquainted podcast. You're making us look bad like, in front of Joe. Where we are now, we have a thatched roof, and there's a donkey outside that we're milking, and uh, we're a little kind of cottage industry, a quaint little podcast. I've never actually milked a donkey. I don't know if you can, so it maybe, like... <laughs> What Maybe. sort of shy do you talk? Uh, like I don't know, Red Rivers. Um, this is honestly, I I I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I can only apologize. I need a holiday. You've been a this busy. sort of shy. Yeah. What else you want to know about Incredibles too? Um, well, I was talking about like meaning behind stuff. You know, is there anything else you saw in that, or have I just nailed it in the head? Like, as uh, usual? well, no, that was probably the main one. Um, that would stand out, especially as I say it out loud. That's probably the main one. Um, okay, so I got obviously. There's that whole thing of good versus bad that's always portrayed. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Okay, well, that's stuff I've done. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, there's, should you trust certain people? Should you not trust other people? I think if you're pretty good at judging that, you might get that at the beginning. If not, you might pick the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Um, to do podcasts with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Milking donkeys. I'm sorry about that. Well, so... Is there anything else other than the actual plot itself? Um, well, that that's kind of the biggest thing I can imagine would attract people. Like, what's it about? Like, you know, what's worth going to see in it? Well, like, like the first one. What, what Did you like anything about the first one? I have no memory of it because, like, you know, I was in school at the time. Like, and it was so long ago since I saw it. Well, basically, they're just, like... Instantly forgettable over 10 years. <laughs> over 10 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, instant. Yeah. No, like, if you like the first one, you'd, you'd definitely like the second one. Yeah. I'd say that. So, if, I suppose you can't remember... Go watch the first it's just one so long since I've seen it. I saw it once, so you know you can't. I think as well. The the other thing is you don't really have to have seen the first one. So if you haven't seen it, you can still go and see this one. Okay. You know, and for what's in the cinema at the moment, you might as well see this. Not a lot. There isn't very much. No. Yeah. So you, like, especially kid friendly, I think this would be creme de la creme of that because there's a lot of real bad looking ones that I wouldn't even sit through. I don't think. We won't name them here. We won't. Uh, not. Not at all. I'll talk to you about them when you go and see them. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I yeah, I would I would recommend to see it. Um, mm-hmm. It would be like it's always good. Pixar is always good. It yeah. was, I won't say worth the ten year wait, but it, if it was a year or two after, it would have been nicely done. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, about skyscraper. Um, just from talking to you before, like I know some some kind of summation that I've heard about it was that it's like a mixture of Die Hard and the Towering Inferno, and you said you haven't seen either of those. Yeah, um, thanks for thanks for saying that. No, just like this would be kind of an interesting thing to go down. Like you know, we start watching classic movies because you haven't seen a lot of those. Well, I need to see Die Hard. Like I don't know how I haven't. It's one of them things where it's like I need to watch that. I need to watch that, and it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of films like that though where I have like, like e- even the great great films. There's so many that 
it's like I need to watch that I need to watch that I need to watch yeah. that but I'm too busy going to the actual cinema mm -hmm. looking at the films that are coming out that I'm not actually going back and watching these films that I need to see yeah so because we could even do a reverse like you do the new ones and I can tell you you can ask me about whatever old ones because right. I've seen a lot of the old ones you know or maybe we can watch them together you know we could yeah. do if you're listening thing. comment below what do you want to see do you want to hear um, please do old ones do you want to hear new ones do you want a bit of a mix one of each in, a, in an episode yeah you comment the film you want us to review whether it be new or old we'll go do it we can call the section young or old or young and old <laughs> young and old yeah yeah um, <laughs> call it grey or today yeah and the grey yeah <laughs> yes yeah you are just to but just to make that clear um, yeah so I mean, I didn't get what you meant, obviously, because I haven't seen any of them two films. Yeah, okay. But um, it's, you can tell by the trailer or even by a poster what it's going to be. I'd say, I'd imagine, I'd imagine the, that, that kind of sum up would be quite correct, like, except just the fact that Dwayne Johnson is in it, it'll be a different kind of energy in the movie. Because hmm. it's not Bruce Willis, you know, like, you know, it's going to be a, a different person. So different, you know, whatever, different funny traits, different, you know, different abilities and acting and stuff like that. Uh, the funny, the funny part is, like, with The Rock in a lot of what I've seen of him in the action films mm -hmm. and any sequences of action, is, like, they do pretty well usually of, like, a bit of comic relief in the middle. Yeah. Like, they'll be real intense, 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 and then it'll, like, do, like, oh, come on, or something like that. And it's it's just, like, a little release of a small laugh in the middle of all the action. You have to see Die Hard. They've only... Did that once, as far as I can remember in this film. Yeah. Because you need that, I think, in an action film. Yeah. Like, I think that's what makes it good. Yeah. Like, because if it's all just build up, build up, build up, it's like very, it's a lot to take in. Like, mm -hmm. um, but they only did it once in this film. It's more calm and then action and then calm and then action rather than humor. Yeah. Because there's, there's not really any chance for humor in the film. There's mm -hmm. no. Like, I'm even thinking, if you're going strictly with that script, there isn't much place to add in humour. They kept it, they stayed true to it, I suppose. They didn't... Yeah. You know, like, in a horror movie, I don't know, you don't... That's another thing we could do, watching horror movies like that. Um, You know, there's so many other avenues we can go down, we're just kind of throwing them out there. Like, you know, Ryan isn't a particular big fan of horror movies. I dislike horror movies a lot. Yeah, strongly dislike them. Strongly dislike Some people call that hate. But, uh, you know, I could always... We could always go down that road as well. I like, don't hate. You know, that's... Yeah, just... I don't hate it. Haters, yeah. haters gonna hate hate. The lesson of this show is make love, not war. Okay, so you know, just you know, strongly dislike Fuck movies. Off. Okay, strongly dislike movies. Uh, so he had a, a fuck you grenade to throw in there. <laughs> you get one per show. One per show. And uh, he just used his, so I still have the pin in mine. Okay, <laughs> so you're not allowed that anymore. <laughs> uh, That's when I'm at my most dangerous though. Yeah, it's just when I'm honest, you just throw in a little fuck you. Um, yeah, looking looking ahead of things, I suppose we could talk about horror movies, and um, I had a point there, but then well, you well, then you fucked me up. I did, and that's the point of it, yeah. and it worked well. <laughs> it worked well because that's the whole point. You, we decided beforehand <laughs> we have these little grenades. So in the next show, I have two. No, no, no. You'll use this one, or you lose it. So you use it or lose no, it. No, look, no, that's to do with limbs. That's not to do with fuck you grenades. Speaking of limbs. The Rock in this film lost his leg because okay. he was like an ex-Marine or ex-SWAT or something like that. And that's at the whole beginning. He used to be in college who studied a lot. A little ex-SWAT. 
<laughs> yeah. That's very colloquial insult there. Isn't it, yeah. Um you might not get that if you're from the US. Yeah, or anywhere, really. Yeah, unless you're in my head like Yeah. Welcome to the circus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but with uh So he's lost a limb in an in an right. incident early. And pretty much by the time the intro's finished in this film, he's already nearly done the job. He's like it's such a short film. It's a hundred and five minutes, I think, runtime. Yeah. What I was going to say, sorry, I did remember my point about the horror movies. Go on. Just as an example about Die Hard, like, you know, I was, I would compare, when you're watching Die Hard, you'll get what I mean. There is kind of that little comedy breaks, but not too many. You know, it's almost like jokes in James Bond or something like that. Like, it's quite a serious movie, but then they have one joke or two in the whole movie. Yeah. It just kind of, like, gets you interested again or breaks that tension a little bit. Well, um, see, in James Bond, the jokes would offset the kind of rapey vibes that he gives off. Yeah, <laughs> and the alcoholic vibes. Of yeah, he's like... an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> okay. I like James Bond, but you know you don't. Uh, well, I just I I look at it for what it is, <laughs> and it's like uh, you ever see. I think as a Family Guy did it really well. Sean Connery. Like, Sean Connery. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no, it's like forty nose and a yes <laughs> means yes. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't know. Just like I grew up a little, like you know, a little Bond child, I suppose. Uh, um, yeah, bondage. Yeah, big time. Yeah, <laughs> me and all the kids I live with in the oh, orphanage. Oh. Um, like I suppose uh, with the horror movies, like there's something like the comedy in action movies. Sometimes it annoys me because it's not, uh, it's not appropriate. I suppose. Um, you if the tension is kind of building well, like you know, it, I imagine in, it did build well now. To be fair. Because I haven't seen that movie, I'm thinking of Die Hard or whatever. Die Hard does it really well, but I've seen other action movies. It's like, you know, you have, you're like, it's supposed to be, like, you've sat, you've sat the audience on, like, a slow burning flame, and you're kind of slowly increasing as building up and building up. It but, does, and there is a time or two in the film where you're like, when, if you allow yourself to get lost in it, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, he's fucked here. There's no way. And then something happens. Um, and then obviously he gets out of it and in the end it all works out hooray yeah. um, spoiler uh, I suppose yeah <laughs> but it all it obviously like that's it's it's all kind of building up to that but um, yeah I suppose it's it's creative in many ways mm-hmm. I suppose the only problem I have with it is the big reveal like the biggest action sequence is the poster for it like okay. where he's jumping from the crane onto the building and that's the whole selling point that's like the main thing that he does um, he does a few other things that are pretty impressive as well, like equally as insane. Like wakes up at 6am to train. Yeah. yeah, he just he drinks glasses of eggs. But that's every day, that's insane. Um, yeah, but like, the that's com- the, the main comedy, thing. The comedy in the movie doesn't ruin there is the, the tension. The okay, that one time where they do it once, you said? Yeah, he just kind of like goes, ah, or whatever. I, I can't even remember what it is, but he just kind of goes... Like, this is ridiculous, or something yeah. like that. And he was trying to do something simple. Yeah. And that was a bit of like, ha. Huh. And then you kind of straight back into the action again, you know what I mean? Because all I was going to say about the horror movies, just comparing it to that, was uh, like false scares, like where the tension is building up and it's you're really in it and it's so good. And then they wreck it by having like a cat jump out. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, the, the tension is built. No, it wasn't like all of that's lost. It didn't ruin it, that. No, 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 no. Excitement, no. yeah. But the thing was. It's such a short film, and the intro is not that long, really, until he's actually in the building and it's burning and whatever, and he's trying to save his family. They don't think he's just getting to it. No. So most of the film, so I would say probably 80%, is actually him trying to save the building. 
mm-hmm. or save the family from the building. Okay. Um, and everything else that's going on around that. Okay. Yeah. So most of it is the thing itself, because a lot of the like some other films you would have where it's about a certain thing, but then it takes ages to build up to it. The thing itself doesn't actually last that long, and then it comes down from it for a while as well. This one is. I don't think they were aiming for a certain time length on it, is what I'm thinking. Like, I'm, they're not going, we need to make this two hours. They Fuck just... off! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you want. That one, I'm going to say... Mm. You look like you're back from Afghanistan. I blew the face off you. Yeah. So thanks for that. Okay. You've got yours in, I have to get mine in. Yeah, but I mean... Also, looking at the table here, little another little tangent. Uh, you were allowed to bring a knife on board when you were leaving Ireland... And coming back, you almost got stopped with it, but they let you on. And it looks like a knife. It's a small enough knife, but it looks like it could do some damage to somebody's face or something like that. Yeah, but before people get carried away. Yeah. Um, and it was, I don't know how much need there was to bring that up. Like if you were to describe it to people. It's, it's not I used big. to use it in a, in a job for cutting um, like little bits of plastic. It's a little wooden cylinder. And out of that comes a small but sharp little blade like it's pointy but the blade isn't like it's the not edge a, of it wouldn't it's, cut you. it's flimsy if you could twist it aside it would snap but it is sharp at the top and it is it was very sharp and you just got stared at in in customs coming back yeah from Spain. it was because i didn't actually think it was on my keychain it's only a small little one uh like i say if you're opening a bit of plastic and you know how sometimes it just doesn't want to it's very handy for that sort of situation but i suppose you could also use it for sort of like obviously on a plane if you really needed a weapon you could use that it could do damage yeah like, um but yeah anyway. yeah like it's not that strong but it could certainly like you could stab someone in the eye or the neck or something with it like yeah. definitely um i'm surprised they let you on board with it well the funny thing is like going over i had that and they didn't say anything good old so, irish customs like, like fucking great i was leaving and not a problem at all just threw the keys in through the wallet you know you empty the pockets and walk through the scanner and Some there was no there issue with that at all. At the x-ray machine eating the sandwich, more interested in oh, like, yeah. lettuce is falling out of it. <laughs> but there was no issue with that whatsoever. And so I hadn't even thought of it. And then coming home from Spain, you know, the guy just was looking, he had a weird look on his face. I was looking back and he was like, he paused the conveyor belt in the, where the scanner bit is. And he was just like looking real confused. And then it, come, it came out. He grabbed the keys. He picked the thing straight up and he went, he just looked at me like, why do you have a knife? <laughs> and I just like, oh, you need me to take away or, and he just like shook his head no, and was like, what an idiot kind of look on his face and just handed me the keys and he just like carry on. Yeah. Obviously he didn't look threatening enough, but I tried to hijack a plane. Like you can't do shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the Rock can do shit to finish off yeah. our movie. Well, so but it it kind of, basically this building was it's the tallest building by a mile yeah so what's that building in dubai called the something khalifa or something isn't it the wiz khalifa the wiz khalifa yeah. no i don't know it's some it's the ah this will sick me now because i remember it after but it's uh it's the the tallest building in the world it's like the now. half cut and yeah yeah goes up like that yeah like it's the tallest building by a long shot in the world now but anyway it's like is, a windsurfing thing it kind of looks like that yeah um, but this is in the future, and this building dwarfs that one. Like, it's way, way, way bigger than okay. it. Okay. And um, 
it looks way cooler as well. So he's got this like ball thing at the top. It it twists on the way up and there's a gap in between and there's a waterfall for like 20 floors or something up high. So it's like 202 floors or 210 floors or something like that. Okay. And uh, it's all like, so the bottom half is all for shopping and stuff and the top half is all, where it's going to be open for residences and it was all like real luxury stuff. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically this guy was struggling to get it insured and stuff and The Rock is meant to be this real smart fella who was good with technology and all and he was kind of surveying it for the insurance saying yeah it's actually one of the safest buildings in the world if not the safest like and he's called in to what check it he's basically just assessing it yeah um like only one guy has access to the security it's managed by an off-site security location yeah all of the fire precautions are really good so the vents all automatically close there's a gas released water's released so it's all contained within one floor if there is a fire yeah okay um so the system just takes care of everything so it's one of the safest things obviously whoever is the bad people in this film want this building to go up in flames that's what they do and they also get their hands on the security things I'm not going to say how. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything. No, but don't. They get a hold of all the security for the building. And then obviously people are like, ah, you know, it can't burn. It's like the best security in the world. That's yeah. the best system. Don't worry about kind it. Kind of like the Titanic, nearly. Yeah. And then they go, oh, no, shit. Like, it's someone's after doing this on purpose. Yeah. And at first you're thinking, like, is this about all about insurance fraud or something? Like, yeah. Or what? Like, is your man the You're expecting guy? a big short, like. Yeah, well, like, you're you're kind of wondering who to blame, and then it comes really obvious who to blame and why, because they tell you. But, like, because I say it's not that long of a film, so you don't have to wonder about it for too long. Yeah. But at the start, you're like, is this just for insurance? Like, he's only just after getting it approved for insurance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. Um, you figure out what's going on, and you're thinking, like, it gets more and more hopeless, more hopeless, more hopeless. And then at the very end... Just, it's kind of annoying because something just awful convenient happens and it saves everything. Tell me. No. Just like, you know, okay, if you want to pause this or stop listening to it at this point. Don't, I'm not going to say it. But I'm just saying, please tell me. Pretty much the key, if you will, to everything. We'll give them a minute to just stop it. No, no, don't. I'm not going to spoil it. it. I'm not going to spoil it. Spoil it for me. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Go see it if you want to. If you're interested that badly, I would say you should go see it. Okay. And one rule about our ones, if you're watching old movies back, you're not allowed to look up what happens in the end, okay? What do you mean? Like, if we start to watch old movies, like, and you talk to me about them, or we watch them together, don't look them up for what happens in them, because I don't want you to ruin the endings, even though they're old. No, well, I, I, I wouldn't do that anyway, because it would ruin it for me. Keep it fresh, you know? Yeah. No, but, like, so, it's just... It's annoying. Thing, yeah, because things are getting more and more and more, like, hopeless... And so the time's running out, and it's like pretty much the rock. You're gives dancing up. around. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to not say it, but like pretty much the rock gives up. He's there with his kid. He's basically accepted death at the at the end. He's surrounded by flames. He's gone. Yeah. Nothing can save him. And then, just the the most coincidental. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Like yeah. The chain of events that leads to it is even stupid. But it's just the most stupid thing ever. And it's all based off of a stupid little joke or half joke that was said at the start. Okay. About this woman and her iPhone. 
Okay. And he, he said, basically, why do you keep giving me your iPhone to fix it, honey? And she's like, I like it when you fix it. And he said, have you turned it on and off again? 90% of the time, that fixes everything. And she went, no, I like to give it to you so you get that sense of achievement. And he went, grand. And then like a minute later, he goes, I fixed your phone. And she's like, oh, thanks. And they say, guess what I did? Turn it on and off again. But And that comes so into the end. That comes into the ending. But what happens for her to turn something on and off and save everything is so dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Ah. But yeah. So you'll be lying asleep. Or you'll be lying awake tonight uh, with that burning in your head. And would you hate the ending? Well, it's just a dumb ending. Like I was. Uh, I don't see. The thing is, I don't think the ending... It wouldn't have been a classic film. Like, the ending didn't ruin what would have been a great film. It never would have been a classic film. It was just going to be an okay film. And it was a mediocre ending for what was your generic action film. It is what it is. Like, like they did good. Like, so special effects-wise, and I don't know how they managed to shoot half of it. Like, because it looked really good, and parts of it were amazing. And it was a believe, very, very believable setting, mm -hmm. where this was 10 years, 20 years down the line, where they had this sort of technology... And we're able to build a building like this. Yeah. Like, it was very believable. It wasn't any, like, ridiculous future technology involved. Mm -hmm. It was all things that probably could be done now if you had the trillions to, to do it. Yeah. Um, so that was very good. It was very real life in that sense. Uh, it was a very real scenario. Because, you know, you'd be looking at a real tall building like that. What can go wrong? And then your your thoughts are kind of diverted to, like, nine eleven and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, you know, it's kind of like a target. It's so big. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that's what happens is it becomes like some sort of, not terrorist, but something goes wrong and bad people want to do bad things to the building. Yeah. And the, some of the people in it, even though there wasn't meant to be people in it, basically, except for the main guy. But obviously the Rocks family happened to be the testing family that was living in it as well. Mm -hmm. That's where it all ties in. Okay. So yeah, your, your mind kind of gets diverted to stuff like that. And and that kind of led on well to then I, that's why I was mentioning to you before the the show about the the knife in the yeah in the thing and how they just let people on the plane yeah no bother like you know we haven't <laughs> learned anything in. just <laughs> how far can that go like how much bigger does that plane have to be I don't know like if I'm wielding a dagger a sword chainsaw like what where where is the line here what was going through <laughs> that guy's head like you know because. I've been stopped at like customs or whatever, not even customs, just through the metal detectors, like, and they took my cap off me and they were bending the brim of it, you know, just like oh everything, like yeah. yeah. But they let you through with it with an actual knife yeah. that he opened and confirmed, yes, this is a knife, and then went sound. He can have a back. And it is metal. It's weak metal, but like, oh, it's like if you hit someone with it dead on, yeah, it would pierce skin. It would. If I hit you in the what's the the jugular, the jugular, like, or your eye would be gone. Oh, your eye's gone. Yeah, 100%. It is sharp. Like, yeah, but we can put a picture up if you want to see what it's like. You know, just you let us know. But it is, like, so if you wanted to snap it, you could. But if you hit someone dead on with it, yeah, it would do serious damage, like. Yeah. But, the, yeah, the guy just actually identified it. So fair play to him, at least. The Irish one <laughs> didn't even see it. <laughs> Somehow. But, uh, well, yeah, great. they just let us on. And then the, the Spanish fella saw it identified it, opened it up, all the other security people would have seen it as well, folded it back in and just handed it to me. Like, yeah, carry on. Like, 
it's kind of uncomfortable because obviously I know I wouldn't do anything, but I wouldn't trust but anyone else, else. Nobody else knew you wouldn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I wouldn't trust that fella if we'll say there was an actual terrorist and he did catch a small blade or something and that's what they planned on using. Yeah. And he, it was up to his judgment to go, oh, he seems fine. We'll give it back to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. I was dead happy to take that off and leave that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, oh, fair enough. I know I won't do it, but no one else does. So, here, for, for clarity yeah. purposes, I'll leave it here. Mm-hmm. But, no. I, it's were, a little bit worrying, to be honest. Yeah. Because I think the farther you get away from disasters like that, the looser it becomes again. Yeah. But I yeah. think you can never be... It's like... It's careful enough, especially with planes and stuff like. Yeah, it's important to know the history and keep it fresh in your mind, I suppose. Oh, definitely. In a lot of ways, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just with with how much is going on, like in recent times, mm-hmm. like attacks and different things, and it could be anything so simple, you know, like they use anything to. So creative, if that's the right word, like yeah. Well, even, not <coughs> even creative at all. Just using like. Anything. A truck, yeah. you know, well, any sort of thing that they they they've done. Um, if you you can't be allowed on with a knife, like it's just <laughs> but you were stupid, like yeah. But there I, I am. Back. Yeah. So there, sure. I must be very obviously um, no harm, <laughs> no threat to anyone. Um, yeah. So, what? Anything else you'd like to know about the skyscraper? Um, I don't know. You said a a good long bit there. Like, um, let me do some catch up. Uh, I suppose we could close with uh, what's coming up, like what what are we thinking of doing next? You know, up until we get suggestions, if we get any. Yeah. Um, Would you like to work backwards, watch a classic movie? Would you like to? Well, I think like I haven't had any feedback on it. Maybe doing this way again could be good. I could watch True. a classic and you talk to me about it. True. One of each. Either or, yeah, yeah. I think just kind of roll with whatever we have. To be honest, at the time until. We do get some sort of uh, more feedback on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, I've taken a bit of feedback on board in terms of the videos. Um, if you haven't heard of the videos, it's Movie Seriosity on YouTube. Uh, we have a YouTube channel there. This will be going up there as well as we're on six or seven different platforms now for podcasting as well. Um, so whichever platform you're on, let us know. Um yeah, but so on YouTube, I'll continue to do the videos. Um, I do a little brief before and after I go in to see a film because I do have that limitless thing. Um, I can see quite a few. And for the ones that I feel like it's worth doing reviews for, so maybe the ones that have just come out or yeah. films of interest or even sort of the, the films that don't get as much attention mm-hmm. that may be worth seeing, them I will do um, as much as I possibly can. Um, but I have taken feedback on board from that so like it is good to get feedback um, so that's why we really appreciate on these if you could leave some sort of feedback for this yeah. if you want it to be more structured more of just a general chat um, and tell us your favourite movies as well you and know. your fa- yeah exactly like what you want to see what you want to hear us talk about what you hated what you loved yeah. and even if you want it's like if you want a certain segment like you know, this other person does a segment like this, maybe you could incorporate that. Um, like, I wouldn't watch, I don't know about you, too many of the, like, movie reviewers on YouTube myself or listen to any sort of podcast like this. Yeah. So I suppose we're kind of doing it blind enough mm-hmm. if you're in the same boat there. 
yeah like we're as close to you as we can get you know kind of your perspective like you know because i haven't seen the movies and i think i this feels like a good way of doing it because you know i'm learning something and you guys are too if you're listening to it you know yeah, but the and, movie... and like by no means i don't think we are in any way like preaching that we know anything more yeah. than anyone no if you don't come here for facts no. uh in the in the kind of university sense <laughs> you know like we're kind of just we're two we're two friends who enjoy talking about movies and just having a bit of a laugh over it and catching up you know so if you're into listening to people who are fans of movies you know but have their views and opinions and they're not afraid of expressing it like you know jump on board like you know we're trying to talk about things we like so we're interested in having your input as well so yeah absolutely and i like if i said something about a film i've often had a thing where i went didn't really like that because this and this and this and then someone would have come along and said well actually the reason for that was because this then happens and that ties into that and i go oh and it gives me like a different perspective and i go well actually then it, it was a good film or you're completely the other way and hate it. Yeah. yeah well yeah like certain things get revealed and you know other people say yeah but what if you looked at it like this and then your perspective shifts. and i think we kind of all learn from each other in that way yeah um so even if you have no sort of like if you're just a very casual film enthusiast mm -hmm. or even you just you know casually go to the, the cinema or prefer to stream on netflix or whatever it might be you know every bit of kind of information or opinion or comments or any way we can improve anything at all that you want to leave do because yeah. we will 100 percent take that on board yeah you're among friends here it's, it's true um so do you have any final comments um do you, do, you, do you watch sorry no yeah go on do you watch any movies reviewers or anything like that just to be um, clear i don't know if we're allowed to name people or whatever but the one guy i like a lot is... name, name him out name <laughs> and shame the one guy i like a lot like just i don't know why i just like him uh, chris stuckman he's on youtube um he yeah, does like, he does just film reviews does he he does film reviews i'm not sure what else he does like he like i don't know what you call it like he makes his own little movies or amateur movies whatever like you know similar to what we do kind of for youtube videos but did he does he just do old ones or he has ones that just come out he does new ones and old ones and like terrible ones like he did uh what's the john travolta scientology movie he did that a review of that <laughs> i forget what it is like they're aliens or something they come down to earth uh but yeah he just kind of he's an all-rounder like you know he talks about them all and uh i don't know i just like him i don't know why i just i think one of the ones that i saw was uh you've seen shawshank redemption have you yeah Okay, that's one of the classic ones we can rule I off the list. I think that's 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 the top, isn't it? That's there's like a the lot of No, I think that's the best film ever made. I think there's a lot of top. According to IMDb, that was number one. Yeah, but like you know, IMDb is questionable as well. Like, you're questionable. Yeah, I know. So you're uh, okay, you get one. You're questionable bomb as well. Okay, <laughs> in the show. Um, I'll say you're questionable as, long, <laughs> as much as I want. We're gonna get T-shirts made that you guys can buy, and we're gonna just start selling merch. That that's, says that's you're questionable. That's ridiculous. That's just not gonna happen. <laughs> that is. It. Who's gonna buy it? You? Yeah. It's just gonna say you're, <laughs> we're gonna get T-shirts made. You mean you're gonna go to some Chinese website? Yeah. Create your own little T-shirt with yeah. a slogan that was used. That, that was used once. Political. Uh, uh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Um, you're gonna so now because I've said something once yeah it's now a slogan that yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get a t-shirt out that's going on your headstone man you're questionable yeah on yours 
Who am I saying that to? Whoever is visiting. Anybody who looks at you. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? And this is... Your if you want to... Well, listen. That's... You can't use a man's line against him. <laughs> the only thing that people really need to know about Ross... Like, he's a nice guy and all, but you do have to remember he jumped ship when Toby was there. Yeah. You jumped ship. That's the t-shirt. You jumped ship even when Toby was there. Jordan Peterson has lobsters. I have jumping ships. You jump ship. You're just a ship jumper. Yeah. I have great calves, though. You, you like, I like Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So just for a recap, in yeah. our first ever episode, yeah. you were like, I like Spider-Man. He, he doesn't like any superhero films. I said, you must like one of them. Or must have liked one at the beginning. And you said, yeah. I did like Spider-Man when Tommy Maguire was there. And he said, I like Spider-Man 1 and I like Spider-Man 2. And I said, what about 3? Because Tommy Maguire was in that one as well. And you said, nah, didn't like that. Because it was a repeat of the old uh, same story. But you said you liked Tommy as, as Spider-Man and then you jumped ship before he was even finished. That was his last one. You could have just waited for the man to finish yeah. his job and then leave. Yeah. With dignity. But, but no, you know, abandoned him. Yeah. Abandoned. Yeah. Abandoned ship. And he's still out there, like, you know. Yeah, now he's struggling. And then because people didn't away. watch his films. Now, so, yeah. Tommy McGuire, if you're listening, Ross is, is very sorry. Not really, though, like. He should be. You know. That black costume, he should have been Venom. That would have well, been class. Venom's coming out, too. Yeah, that'll be one I want to see. You'll actually want to see that. Yeah, because it's not. Uh, the villains are always cooler to me. <laughs> so, yeah, but Suicide Squad was all villains. Look, we don't talk ill of the dead, okay? We let them rest where they are, okay? Like, Suicide Squad is long dead. Like, that's a big flop. It wasn't as violent as it should have been. Some In, might say having a big flop is good. Well, like, it depends if you can still walk if you have a dangling there, like, you know, <laughs> between your legs. What are you talking about? Uh, my tongue. Your tongue? Venom. Yeah. Massive tongue. True. <laughs> so you want to see Venom? Yeah. That's a surprise. Is Which, it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because... That's why I keep asking you to bring me to the zoo to look at the snakes. Yeah. Before that movie comes out, I need to get some kind of a taste for it. Well, all I really need to do is get a mirror, and you can look in the mirror, because you're a snake. How about that? Yeah. Because you jumped shit when Toby was there. How many grenades do you have left? None. Yeah. No. Start firing back. <laughs> I'm out of grenades. <laughs> but I've got this uh, Uzi, and I'm just going... <laughs> all the way over to that side of the table. Yeah. And Ryan's going to close with uh, a wrap for us. Uh, yeah who's that uh, Big Shaq you're going to close with Big Shaq <laughs> you know, Big Shaq. I hear you doing the good gun effects there so you can close with <laughs> the Big Shaq rap yeah um, I'll do a Big Shaq rap when we get to 100,000 subscribers <laughs> well that's never going to happen so like as well not with know. that attitude it's not <laughs> not okay. with that attitude do it now I just want to say if we do get to there yeah then Ross jumped ship before we ever had a ship to jump from. Yeah. So, yeah. If I mean, you don't actually deserve that success if it does come. You only show up half the time. You show up late. Yeah. You don't even see the films that we talked about today. <laughs> I know. This is a new formula. A new formula that involves less, less work. <laughs> oh, me. So, is, have you any final remarks? The new structure is ignorance. I'm just noting that down. I don't think you have to note that down. I do, yeah, because I won't remember it because I'm that ignorant. <laughs> You're that ignorant? Yeah. <laughs> to everything. So I've been drinking some shitty Coke for this whole thing. 
It's called Vive or Vive or something like that. I don't know, Cola ZX Extreme Taste Zero Sugar. Thanks for that, Ryan. That was from you. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have any what gifts, did you give you me to drink, to Ryan? What did you give me to drink this podcast? Oh, that's your house. You gave me weird tasting water. I gave yeah. you thoughts to drink. Thoughts. Yeah. What was one and thought? Food for thought. Oh yeah, food for thought. One, one quote that maybe up this film skyscraper by maybe a whole mark was, if you can't fix something with duct tape, you're not using enough duct tape. Okay. That's I thought that was good. That goes for all your cross dressers and all that. I need to talk. <laughs> so where does that come from? Just like, you know, when you say duct tape, you either think of serial killers or... Ducks. <laughs> Cross-dressers. Yeah, ducks. I don't know what you're doing with ducks and duct tape. Like, whatever your weekend is full of, like, keep it to yourself. But, yeah, you know. Serial killers and cross-dressers is yeah. what you think of. Yeah. I think of, like, DIY. <laughs> <laughs> like, people that need duct tape for, for their work. Yeah. Yeah, but teach their own, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Like, you know, you haven't watched RuPaul, have you? No. Okay, yeah. Are you a cross-dressing serial killer? Uh, no, like, not on the weekends. <laughs> not, not on weekends. <laughs> no. Uh. We should watch Silence of the Lambs. Then you get what I mean. There's so much to watch. See that right there? Yeah. That was Silence of the Lads. <laughs> and on that... So much to watch. There is too much to watch. On that, coming up. Coming up is the end. <laughs> Which is. On that, we're going to leave you <laughs> until the next episode. Hopefully it will not be too long. Um, if Ross decides, you know, he's he can spare a few minutes. Ignorance. Yeah. Um, then, you know, it'll happen a lot quicker. Yeah. But if not... You, you know, see the daggers he's shooting <laughs> This is recorded. <laughs> he deserves all of the And the little knives that he's... That the Spanish allowed me to bring. Yeah. So, blame the Spanish. Daggers from the eyes and... <laughs> knives daggers. from <in> Spanish. <laughs> knives, yeah. So that's the name of this episode. Daggers from, the ni- uh, daggers from the eyes and knives from the Spanish. It's probably not going to be the name of this episode. It should be. It, well, they'll, they'll know what the name of the episode is. Fucking hell. I have to name kids someday. Just <laughs> <laughs> call them daggers. Yeah. Or duct tape. Daggers and knives. One is duct and one is tape. So now, have, no. you, have you any closing remarks? Um, no, not really. Like you know, I pretty much use up all my words for the day. Okay. So, okay. We'll end it at that then. Run, run, run as fast as you can. All right. Um, we'll see you next time. So, yeah, Sean Connery's back. Shlong fall. Here's a little group. Here's some words jumbled together. Oh, I need a blooper reel just for the blooper reel. <laughs> Here's a blooper reel. Enjoy. So where have you been actually for the last few weeks? Uh, I've been around. Any week you're asking me about in particular? No, so we haven't done a podcast for a long time. Where? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Uh, thinking about Clinton. Clinton? Yeah. Why? He's up for the new uh, James Bond role. J- Bill Clinton's going to be James Bond? Yeah. I suppose uh, 40 no's and a yes means yes. No, but seriously, where have you been for like the last month? We haven't made a podcast in so long. Well, uh, I've been around. Like, is there any week in particular you're wondering about? No, just like the last few weeks in general, we haven't done a podcast. So just what have you actually been up to? Well, uh, been busy. 
Busy doing what? Respecting women. Respecting women? Yeah. Good man. It's just a daily practice of mine now, you know, I wake up, I'm doing it, eating breakfast, I'm doing the same thing. Just I can't stop it now. Can't stop. It's almost a disability. Very good. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. See you later. See you soon. Catch you later. Okay. Okay. Well, technically you'll hear us later, but... Hmm. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. When are we getting those cameras? As soon as we get our sponsorship from Samsung. You haven't broken into that fucking place yet? No. Okay. Shh. Don't talk about that under our, on the podcast. I'm not talking on the phone, man. No, don't mention that on the podcast. Okay. People will know. Don't mention what? Shh. Shut the fuck up.